When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Broadcasting from the heart of the San Fernando Valley, the Studio City, beautiful, save me. I need to work on my tags, don't I? <laughs> Just the first. I need to work on the tags, and, and that's one of the things you and I are going to talk about. It's the Knapsack Files, and I'm Ken Knapsack. Today, I have, well, what do I have every week? A special guest. This week is no different. Most of you know her as Miss Movies. Hello, everyone mm-hmm. that is listening to this program at this time. But you also have like 12 names. I know uh, you also as Brianne Chandler. Yes. Um, there's also some hyphens in there, some weird, uh, you know, Esquire type things. Right, I, I don't right. know. When the I got, first. Yes. When I got married, I actually kept my maiden name and made it, I put it with my middle name. So mm. now I'm Brianne Patricia Crowley Chandler. So which so Chandler's your married name, right? Yes. Right. Okay. So just Brianne Chandler. Brianne Chandler's by. what you go yes. by in your checks. That's right. But um right. Okay. But on my driver's license it's really long and so when people are trying to check, they're like, What? You're like one of those Latin supermodels. Yes. You know, with the I would five. love to be one of those. <laughs> so would I. I'd like to be Patricia Velasquez. Uh, Miss Movies does her own podcast, the Miss Movies Minute Movie Podcast. Is that the official title? It, That's got some hyphens sure. in it, too. I mean, Mark Ellis used to call it Hit or Miss Movies Podcast, and right. I said, no, that's the name of my website. It was the name of my website. So, and that you have a website still going? No. Or, or, I do, but it is missmovies.net now. Right. It used to be hitormissmovies.com since 2004. Which is how the Miss Movies name started. You exactly. didn't set out to be Miss Movies. I, I didn't even think about it when I got the website hitormissmovies.com right. I didn't think you know what should I have another persona I was just writing as myself and then I was like I should be Miss Movies hello like exactly. why am I not doing this already and then once I figured that out I just kept going and then recently we lost that uh, domain how did you lose that dom- domain um, not a very exciting story what oh okay well, was... well let's start the show off with this <laughs> That's let's right. start it off with a domain name loss basically when you register for a domain you have to give an email address of where they need to bill you or something like that gotcha. and so the email address that it was attached to was an old email address of which Emails were no longer being checed. Like and, AOL.com. Exactly. But uh, it was through my husband. So I blame him. Oh, absolutely. That, that was the story mean, just got yeah, exciting. You got a scapegoat whenever you can. Absolutely. That's what so, marriage is for, right? And that's why I married him, to have a scapegoat. Absolutely. Right? And that's why I had kids. Just blame it on everyone else. Man, you've got three built-in scapegoats. This is great. <laughs> Plus is your parents, great. you can just keep this going. Um, and then you're also involved with the Film Vault podcast. I am involved with How that How long have you been involved in that? And tell us a little bit about uh, that. Let's see. I, I joined them in 2007. Okay. So I had my website going for a little bit. And I started with them when they were doing free to HD mm-hmm. um, through 97.1, free to HD FM. So we would be on, oh, okay. on Sundays. 
And I was on pretty much every week. Like they would call me and I would do Red Light, Green Light, which is um, basically I pitch them films that are coming out that are in development. Right. And they have, I say, you know, what it's about, what the title is, who's involved. Do they think this would be a good film to, you know, if they were studio executives, would they want to basically take this film forward and they say red light or green light and Mm. um so i've been i've been doing that with them since 2007 and i did a few in studio with them so i went over there to you know okay you mostly were calling in i was mostly calling in and then after a while i went started going in studio with them um over at 97.1 which was i over in Miracle Mile or yeah, some absolutely. other Yeah, and I used to place. love that station. When I moved, first moved to L.A., Conway and Steckler on that station, Jonathan Brandmeier. I used to love 97.1 FM yeah. Talk. FM Talk, 97.1. I enjoyed. I it was great. I loved uh, Heidi, Frosty, and Frank. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I know that Heidi and Frank are now mm-hmm. big wigs or whatever because they're yeah. on 95.5 in the mornings, which I do listen to occasionally if I am in the car in the morning. Just when the schmoes are on, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, of course. <laughs> when Mark and I listen to iHeartRadio at that point. So um, I did get to meet Frank when I went in there the first time. So that was fun. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So you're a big like, dad, man. I just, I just heard you on the radio. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, uh, I, I, as you know, you've listened to this show. Radio's my, my bread and butter. So I, I'm a little jealous you got to go to the 97.1 studios. Wow. That's I, where, uh, that's where uh, Doug Steckler punched out Ricky Rackman oh. in, in, a, in a studio fight. <laughs> Back in That's the uh, back in the late nineties, um, and before that, and it's funny. I, uh, side note: You are what now is it the fourth USC graduate to be on this program? Woo, woo. Which is fight on, fight on. Is that the theme? I That's don't know. Right. That's I don't right. know. We give the victory sign. Okay, which is two fingers. You the, know, like the, the peace sign. The peace sign is it's victory. Victory. And fight right. on, fight on, fight on, or fight on, fight on for old SC. Okay, I mean that's kind of the alma mater song that begins it so i've got to organize it's so weird because i'm uh i did two years of community college and um here i've got a bunch of usc grads around me i feel and you even mm-hmm. wear you're wearing a usc sweatshirt i just noticed of course man you represent i do you, well when you still representing the colors well when you've been a usc song girl you automatically are a part of that trojan family which mm-hmm. never leaves your blood you all right always it's Always going to be there. Let's go into that. That is one of the more interesting facts about your life. <laughs> one of the more interesting. No, it's it ab- is. Absolutely. It is. It's one of the more interesting, interesting ones. It's, no, interesting. that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> but you are, a, uh, I mentioned that to uh, Megan Finley. Yes. And she's the other, there's, okay, so wait, let me name all the grads. Yes. Hold on. For a bonus point. Oh, goodness. You've entered the round of oh. guessing. Okay, I know Megan. Megan Finley, yeah. Yes. And Michael Beatrice. Michael Beatrice, yep. And there's one other person. One other person. There's one other person, and it is Mark Riley. Mark, you've got it, everyone. Miss Movies is correct. All four of you are USC graduates, and it seems to have worked out so well for all four of you. (laughs) Yes. As you still cut student loan checks. Um, Yeah, that's correct. And I think i got to host some, so i got to get all uh, all four of you on somehow. That's right. Get some more microphones, maybe share some mics. We'll do a USC uh, graduate. But I was talking to Megan about that, about uh, you being a a USC song girl, and she got all happy. She's like, I wanted to be a song girl. So tell us what exactly (laughs) is that? Because when I saw some of the pictures... Right, and there's a, on your YouTube page there's a video, a, a video like the history. Right, of the song. it goes silent. Uh, yeah, towards it, it the goes, end. does go silent. I thought it was, it was like a <laughs> Ken a Burns documentary film. effect. Um, when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, like cheerleaders," but it's really it's different. 
Um, it's right? not cheerleaders in the fact that um, cheerleaders usually do stunts and they okay. usually have girls and You're boys grounded. on the team. Okay. I mean, not that the song girls couldn't have boys on the team. I'm, oh, okay. I'm sure many, some have tried out. I don't know. Hmm. Um, but <laughs> song boys. Yeah, uh, song boy. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, well, we're actually called song leaders, so it wouldn't, it would fall under that. Genre. Okay. Anyways, doesn't the video say song girls? Yeah. It yeah. refers to it's, song it's girls. It's both. Okay. But officially song leaders? Yes. Mm. So, mm. Um, okay. if we want to be politically correct, I, I song do. leaders. I do. The Napsock Files <laughs> represents all creeds, race, and religions. <laughs> I don't think there has been a gentleman on there, though. Looking back at all yeah. the years, I okay. haven't seen any. Fair enough. But anyways, so... Yeah. Um, yeah, cheerleaders get thrown in the air. They do stunts. They yell a lot of different cheers. We don't really yell like anything, first of all. Um, but we do, we dance to all the songs that the band does. The band is kind of more the cheerleaders, if you will, because they're you. the ones that start everything. Right. And what's great right. about a USC game when I go back to it is mm. that I know everything that's going happening in the game without actually having to watch the game because I can hear the cues of the band really? and they always do the same thing. So first down gets every first down hang on is, Sloopy. Yeah, every first down is the fight song. Uh, okay. One one chorus of the fight song. All right, third and third and long. Oh, third and long um, is like a drum beat. Okay, I can do like all of them. Yeah, I want to know as many as you can. Uh, Touchdown? Touchdown is always the fight song, but usually it's the full fight song. Okay, extra point? Um, Same thing. Two-point conversion? Same thing. Uh, Yeah, same thing. Fake punt, converted for a first down. Okay, okay, I don't have that one. I don't have that one. But I do know um, when we sack the quarterback, it's another one bites the dust. Okay, all right, so that's some detail. An Mm -hmm. interception? Um... All right now? Yeah, I think all right, all right now. All right now, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Academic violations. Uh, unknown, <laughs> unknown. <laughs> they, don't play, they don't play a song for bribery? And oh, always no. at the end of the third quarter, they will play um, William Tell Overture and bring out Traveler every single time. That's like the... Why? Why? Because uh, they want to bring out Traveler, and you need a special song for Traveler. What is Traveler. Traveler is the mascot, oh, which is... I, I would have um, assumed it was Ted the Trojan or something like that. A white horse. Okay. I've seen it. Yes. I've seen yes. it. I don't watch a lot of college athletics. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it is after school sports, and I, yes. I'd rather just watch the pros play. That's yeah. a separate podcast with a sure. lot of sports talk, but... Um, um, I definitely respect the the pomp and circumstance and the passion that goes into college sports. So the fact that you were part of that, uh, it, it's pretty impressive. That's a big right. thing. How did you get into that? What make you made you want to do that? What made me want to do be a song girl or correction song leader? Oh, sorry, song yeah. leader. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, absolutely. What's interesting was in high school, and in high school I was a part of the dance team, and I went to. Um, a public school in mm-hmm. San Jose called Pioneer High School. And we were like one of the better dance teams. Mm-hmm. And we usually did pretty well at national um, competitions. So we got, you know, in did, the top three first. And, and second, you, of course, stole place. from inner city urban girls, right? That's right, of right. course, because okay. that's what you do. That's right. You that's have to take do. the video camera and go on mm-hmm. over there. And mm-hmm. I don't, although in San Jose, like, honestly, if you said, like, where are the slums of San Jose? Where could we get these routines? I would be like, what? Just kind of what are you talking about? There's slums of San Jose. You know, like, yeah, you <laughs> at that know. time, I would have no idea. Just go to the hippies in Santa Cruz. So I was part of that. And then, um, 
And then when I went to, when I left, first of all, that was a big deal because Mm -hmm. it was every single day after school for two and a half to three hours. And then on Saturdays for four hours. And if you were late by 15 minutes, Mm -hmm. you were automatically an alternate and you did not perform the rest of the year. And they usually had about two alternates. Yeah. So, and no one ever was an alternate. Like if everyone always came, if you were sick, like on your deathbed, you would be in a sleeping bag on the ground there. somewhere. Learning dance Just books. there. <laughs> learning, to, learning to step it up or bring it on. That's right. Oh, wow. Did you always like dance as a kid? Were you... You know what? Having... I've never taken a dance class... Really? ...in my life, really. What? I mean, I did after, just because I was like, what is this all about? What are, what are dance classes? You know, like... Right. Maybe oh. I should take some ballet and learn some technique or something. Learn to do it right. But you're you're started... just all raw talent. You're raw That's talent. That's right. Right. Imagine what I could do if I actually <laughs> honed this talent. It would be amazing. Right. So I, um, in seventh grade, so it first started when I was in seventh grade, seventh grade, eighth grade. I okay. was a part of show choir in the middle school. Oh, and, show choir. Yeah. yeah and I just mm-hmm. kind of, I did that because my sister did that. And it's like, of course, you're going to try out. Follow in the footsteps. Yeah. You, got, you can sing. Maybe yeah. you can dance. We don't know. You don't, but it's not we needed. You just yeah, kind of got to exactly. step or sway. No, no. You oh, got to really? dance in, in this show one. choir? You got to dance? This one. Yeah, what kind it was of a little glee like world glee. did you live in? Really? It was wow. like Glee, only we didn't do like updated songs. It was totally old school songs. Okay. That's good. Like Broadway You didn't steal songs. from Jonathan Colton. You just... Right. No. Okay. No. So it. then um, mm-hmm. I noticed I had some sort of talent and I tried, <laughs> then I tried out for the dance team, you know, in high school and, right. and made it on as a freshman, which usually they only take, you know, a handful of freshmen, maybe mm-hmm. five at most. And... Uh, that all led into, okay, I'm going to college, and yeah. I went to the junior college for a year because mm-hmm. my SAT scores were terrible. Well, yeah, your song leader skills were good, but <laughs> your right. book studies, not so much. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I had good grades, but right. SAT scores, forget Different it. Story. Forget it. Gotcha. So I went to the junior college for a year, and then after that, transferred to USC as a sophomore. And when I got there, my sister just had graduated and she was like you should go try out for the dance force which is the other team that sounds fierce and they do more competitions Mm -hmm. is that like the backup to delta force (laughs) (laughs) and they also do um basketball that's their main thing is basketball and um gotcha and competitions and she was like i think they're better than the song girls like if you watch the song girls during the football team games you'll see and so i watched the song girls and they were fine so you studied it i i did i watched i said okay and then i saw the dance force and i was like yes they are more clean because they Mm -hmm. have less routines you know like i kind of could figure out like all are equally hello all are equally well (laughs) that's right i'm going to yeah all are equally uh good teams and such but you know, there's differences. And I was like, I am not dancing ever again. Right. Is what I said. That's what you said. Yeah. Because I was like, you know what? No, never again. And then um, I I got in a sorority my sophomore year. I'm totally not a sorority gal, by yeah, the way. Yeah, I wouldn't people. have picked that one out. No, okay. I'm not. Was it a political um, move, career move? <laughs> what, why did you do that? It was because as coming as a, as a sophomore, you don't mm. know anyone and you don't live in the dorms. Right. Or at least I didn't. Um, and so it's like, how do you meet people? Here's a way to meet people and quickly, like, and and it's totally true because you go through rush and, and you meet a lot of people. Did you ever watch MTV sorority girls show? Um, I did. And that, I feel like that came out a little later after I was 
out of the whole thing. Yeah, I watched it relatively, it, probably too old to be watching that was, show. But yeah, yeah, that's my only frame of reference for sorority girls. <laughs> it is was it like six girls terrible. going through Rush on this fake hyper, you know, sensitive reality show? Um, so, exactly. So you join the when you when you make it. How, what do they? Do you get like a call? Okay, so here's You're on the, the team here's, now. Here's the other. Okay, so here's Pick the thing. Your bum bum. So one of the girls in my sorority mm-hmm. was a song girl, okay. and this was. Going into my junior year, I was like, you know what? Maybe I should just, I just want to go learn a dance routine mm-hmm. because I haven't danced in a while. Not that I, I mean, I had a dance class that I took like during school, like mm-hmm. for education pur- purposes sure. or whatever. Like to I help took square get my, dancing in yeah, PE. Sure. I got you. To help get my degree. Two credits. So then um, I was like, you know what? I think I just should go to the, tri-. she was trying to talk me into going to the tryouts. Mm-hmm. I think I should just go to the tryouts just to learn a routine. Right. If it seems like it's my thing, maybe I'll maybe continue or whatever. So you show up and it's like right outside Heritage Hall and um, it's on concrete and there's about 150 to 200 people there. All And what's crazy, here's what I think mm-hmm. is absolutely insane. Take me through it. So <laughs> you know. have like almost uh, maybe 200 people there trying wanting to be a song girl. They're only going to take six. Right. Um, and Six? Yeah. Like, wow, okay. This is impressive. Uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. So then um, you go for the first day and you're learning the routine. Yeah. And the next day, so you've learned either the whole routine or you've learned a portion of the routine and you're going to learn two routines. You're going to learn um, one that's to the fight song and then one sure. that's to like another song, which was Heartbreaker, uh, Pat Benatar. Okay. So, you know, obviously so that's how a lot amazing. of dance careers started. <laughs> yes, of course. So then um, the next day, it's like cut almost not in half, but mm-hmm. like there's like 100 people there maybe the next day. Oh, yeah. Brutal. Because people realize, oh, wait, I don't just throw up the fight, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fight, fight on, on, fight on, fight on. <laughs> the yeah. victory sign. I don't just throw that up. Yeah. No, I actually yeah. have to wait. I have to dance. What do you yeah. mean? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So about 100 people are there the second day. And they, it's only two days you learn it and then you have to do it. Okay. So okay. we're learning this routine. The second day, we're going through it. And this guy comes out of Heritage Hall. Like a few guys come out of Heritage Hall because that's where all the athletes are. Right. And they, they're basketball players. They're on the basketball team. And this guy just walks up to me and he goes, you're going to make it. I know it. I, you're good. You're going to make it. And you're I was like, all right. Make it after all. <laughs> that's kind of creepy. They just so, sit in the bleachers watching you? Well, they could be inside the actual building okay. in CS. I don't know. Okay. Maybe. Did you have like so, numbers on like your no, number 341? No, no, no. <laughs> Nothing. Gonna, you're going to make a 341. Okay. Uh, so I Why? just was laughing because I thought it was hilarious. And then, yeah. And I'm totally, anytime that we are performing or doing the routine or practicing, I do it full out, which is um, basically in dance terms means that I'm really like doing a showmanship thing because I know yeah, that committed. the people that are behind the glass, which other people may not think are there right. are the ones that are going to be judging us come mm. later. So why wouldn't you try to do your best every single time? It's, it's same philosophy Joe DiMaggio had. That's what <laughs> you know, he said. You practice what Absolutely. you preach, right? Right. So then uh, the following day, we I was in the first group which um, of when going in to see the judges. And okay. uh, 
Which is tough because you're making the early impression. That's right. And I was like, there's no way. I was like, yeah. I just want number three. Like, it's better to go late. <laughs> but yeah, okay. It is way better to be the last person yeah. to perform for them because they'll be like, oh, yeah, that one was pretty good. Yeah. So I was in the first group and, and then they, you know, did their cuts. And so I knew that I was in the next round, which they cut to maybe 25 or 30 girls mm-hmm. for the second round, which was an interview. I don't an think interview that, portion. An no. interview now portion. they get to know you, and it's a group interview too. And after oh, the group weird. interview, what's interesting is uh, they bring in like three girls at a time to interview, and all three of us actually ended up being on the team. Hmm. But in my group, I, at the end, I was just like, I hate myself. Like I walked out of there and I was like, Nicole, I really like you. I really hate myself. But I really like you. I was like, there's just something. I just felt so stupid. Maybe that's why of the interview questions. You can't take. A, you can't have a self-loathing, self-loathing song girl. Though. <laughs> this right. is not good. This is so not I was good. like, this, this, that just didn't work out yeah. for me. And I, you know, I, I don't know what they thought. Obviously, they liked me. But mm-hmm. what, what was their thought after that? Like. What's up with that girl? You know, like, is that what they thought? Or were they like, yeah, yeah, I totally get it. Leading joy and mirth on the football field if she's like, I don't like myself here. So then in the final, uh, so after that you have, I don't think they cut anyone after the interview. And then the final one, you come back and you have to perform for them something that you've, you have to perform for them a fight song that you have choreographed and you have to do a specific, like uh, another song. Sure. That you dance to at about eight, eight counts, which is about uh, 30 seconds, 45 seconds of a song. So eight, eight count. Put it in, like, is that a uh, Spice Girl song or, like, Straight Up Now Tell Me by Paula Abdul? Like, well, what, okay. it's basically, do... like, number-wise, it would be about, like I said, 30 seconds of dancing, pretty much. Okay. Like, if we're going we're gonna to go into that. Okay. So enough, um, enough whiskey, I can pull that right. off for 30 seconds. Gotcha. So, again, I because they go in number order and you keep your same number, I was the first one to perform for them. The and wall. I was like, right. ah, this is not going to work. You know, like, bad, nope. Bad place. Terrible. I was like, but you know what? I didn't, mm-hmm. I'm not here to become a song girl. That was my whole, right. that was my whole philosophy the whole time. I don't really care if I make it, you know? And then people are like, how dare you not care if you don't make it? You know, like that kind of thing. Well, yeah. That might be that might have been what caused you to succeed, though. Exactly, that's Devil why Devil May I think. Care attitude. Yeah, totally. Okay. So then I do this routine. I do um, "Goodbye" by Save Ferris. That's my eight eight uh-huh. counts. Okay. Um, and I do. Uh, I would have gone with "Cold Hearted Snake," <laughs> but okay. <laughs> and then I do, you know, the fight song, and yeah. the whole time. First of all, you get to see pretty much what everyone else is doing because they're all practicing in front of you. Sure. And I'm like, holy. S. Yeah. I'm saying, you know. No, my mom appreciates you I know, not cussing. I know. Okay. And I'm usually not a cusser, so good. that's, that's how good it goes. That's good for you. Good for you. That's how it goes. Um, I'm like, I am completely different from all these people. There is, I was like, either they're going to be totally like, yeah, we really like that girl, right. or they're going to be like, what the F did we just let in here? Like, right. what, what, is, what were you even thinking to get this far, lady? Right. Like, your interview was terrible, and now you're bringing us this. We're questioning ourselves. <laughs> So my actual, um, my actual dance was very, what they call, I learned that I had a nickname Mm -hmm. during the tryouts and my nickname was Broadway because my stuff was very Broadway. Like, 
And I'm like, I, I totally get it because okay. that's how, like, if you were to go on a, like, see a Broadway play, I was probably dancing similar to those people gotcha. rather than similar to, like, what cheerleaders might be doing. Uh, okay. You're bringing a certain class to it. Yeah, that's right. I got it. I got it. So, but anyways, I made it. So based so, on that. So then the next day, uh, you go to the Galen Center, which is, um, I think it's the Galen Center. No, the Lions Center, which is mm-hmm. where um, the tryouts were and things like that. Okay. And you... You go up to the window and you you ask for your letter. You oh, will wow. receive a letter. So wow. I go up and I say, my name is Brianne Crowley and I'm here for my USC song girl letter. And then they hand it to you. Wow. And it's in a sealed envelope. And this was like at seven in the morning because I had a class at yeah. eight. or So it was like, you know, 7.30 or something. Wow. And I was like, I get the letter and I'm like, do I just open it? Like, yeah. do, I'm here by myself. Like, should I wait until yeah. I... What should I do? Yeah. So then I see one girl from my sorority. I was like, hey, so I have this letter. What should I do? Yeah. Should, what I, should open, I do? What? And she's like, yeah, just open just, it. And then I was like, oh, I made the team. Like, this is, <laughs> this is very exciting. <laughs> I'm going to I, Hollywood. I didn't even right. think that this would be happening. You know? Wow. And you're kind of like, see, your devil may care attitude gets you on the team. That's right. So then what do you, so... That means you've got you got to go to all the games, right? You got to travel. Well, here's how your it whole works. life changes. Here's how it works. Yeah, you start out with basketball season because they're not okay. going to just throw you into football oh, season okay. right away. No, no, no. So you start out when I maybe some men's volleyball. <laughs> that's right. When I was on the squad, it was 2002. So you start in January of 2002 and gotcha. you finish in December of 2002. So you start okay. in basketball season and you go through. Um, it makes and sense. What we also do during that time is a, a lot of different gigs. Like I performed for people at like weddings and you things like that. You make personal appearances? Yes. It's very bizarre. Wow. And it's not like they request a specific song girl. It's like, we need two song girls to go to this with the band, like with a 10-piece ten, ten band. Okay. Okay. You know. You're assigned. Yeah. And then you perform or you just are there for appearance. It, okay. It's really interesting. Wow. That's kind of, yeah, a little, little celebrity run here. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun, yeah. but it was a lot of work. Yeah. And um, so, are you- I, if I were to do it again, I would do it again. Okay. But, but I don't know. It, it's. It was- I wish I would have had one more year because I when I started in two thousand two, I was a junior, and I ended my um, first semester of senior year. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really have another year to be able to be on the squad two, oh so you only only had two years it's two seasons one season one season one, well basketball football basketball, that's football. it yeah. but you got to go so who were some big uh, college football athletes at that time who, who was on the team um that was when carson palmer won the heisman trophy we oh, went okay. to the orange bowl that year and beat iowa gotcha um and that was kind of the year that we had lost two games so we didn't get to go to the rose bowl right but it was like we still played the same team we would have played in the Rose Bowl, but we did it in, in, Florida, in Florida, the Orange Bowl. Which is a rundown stadium. My Dolphins used to play there. Mm-hmm. So you went from possibly the Rose Bowl to uh, yeah, out there. Yeah, so that was kind of a little sliver of disappointment. A little bit. But you know what? I still performed in the Rose Bowl Do they for the UCLA game. Okay, well, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Do you is are there like alumni meetings? How does this work? Oh, good. Are good you a thing song, you asked. Are you a song girl for life? <laughs> you are. Yeah. This year, uh, twenty thirteen is mm-hmm. our five year reunion. Every five years, okay. what they do is they put out a call and they say, um, all the song girls are going to be performing at the homecoming 
homecoming um, game. So if oh. you would like to join that, let us know. And then so you give them your notice. Yeah. And then they send you a DVD. Do you they have send to you learn a the routine. <laughs> they send another... you a letter. Go pick up your letter. <laughs> they send you a DVD of the routine of which you are going to know oh, wow. by the time that you get there. And then um, like a day before the game, we all meet and mm. we do a practice. And then the day of the game, we meet again and we practice cool. and we find our positioning on the field. And it's women from like the 60s, like yeah. the original squads. All the way up to the current squad, it's over a hundred song girls, and it's, it's historic. Just, it's insane. It's and you wear your uniforms, and people still fit into their uniforms. Really? You got? And you still have yours? I still have mine. I have two of them because you usually get about at least home two. and away. <laughs> right. <laughs> your road grays. You're gonna wear your road grays. <laughs> and I still have my shoes, so you know okay. it's awesome. Yeah, so you're do- so you're doing it though. I'm not doing it this year. Get, get, why, why are you not doing it this year? I did it the last two times. Oh, that's, not the, um, that's not the answer. That's not the answer. Why aren't you doing it this year? Scheduling conflicts is what I'm going to say. My husband's going to be in like Brazil or something. So and he, then it gets really hard when my uh, in-law, my, my, the child care is going to be at the game and they have a lot of friends that are coming. It's just, it's beyond okay. me at this point. Okay. I, I totally was going to try to do it. And it's also my 10 year college reunion. And so there's other events going on too. Mm-hmm. So I was really hoping that I was going to be able, available for this, that weekend to like actually do some of the stuff. Well, but we, turns we'll, out, no. We'll tell you, we'll put it out <laughs> to the internet. Maybe someone out there wants to babysit uh, Miss Movie's kids that entire week. Um, <laughs> That's right. Just, Find us on Craigslist. Maybe Shoesy Pants will do it. Uh, we'll bring him out of mothballs. Uh, uh, no. Watch, no? No. No, you're saying no. I've done that oh. screening. Uh, okay. I'm going to say mm. pass. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's um, kind of how it goes. And What did you study uh, at, at USC? <laughs> what? I studied stuff? Let's see. Um, yeah. I, along with uh, Mark Riley, yeah. studied theater. Okay. Yes. So Beatrice went for writing. Megan went for God knows what. She and, went for writing. I don't. Yeah. I think I think that's how she knows. Although this, I think mm-hmm. that's how she knows Kimmy, which is a friend of mine from the sorority. Oh, I met, which I met, met Kimmy. I met mm-hmm. Kimmy. Yeah, that's funny. I met yes. uh, at uh, at Megan's birthday party. Yeah, that's small world. Yeah, yes. you guys are in the same age bracket, so. That would that's make right. perfect sense. You guys are probably tooling around campus at the same time. Probably. Yeah, small world. So <laughs> so you just. Theater, uh, I mean, that, my question is, yes. you do all this stuff at USC, mm-hmm. and, and and you graduate. How does that feel when you're like, now I got this. Okay. I got well, theater here, and song okay. girl in my background. Well, let me just break it down for okay. you right now. Let me fill me in. So when I decided to declare theater, I had a very clear goal, and mm-hmm. that goal was to become a high school theater teacher, like become okay. Glee. Basically, makes sense in a way. Perfect. Like, that's that's exactly what I wanted to do. Right. I loved my theater teacher in high school. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be him basically at some other school. Mm-hmm. Like I want to be that for totally. children makes at that age. And then um, I had a teacher once. I was in an acting class, acting for camera. Uh, Joseph Hacker was my teacher, and and one time after class, he was like, "I think I think there's something like you've got something." that can do some, like you can go somewhere with this, with this acting. And I was like, that's great, but I really just want to teach. And he's like, that's the first time I've ever given a compliment like that to a student and gotten the response like that. Well, because it's LA, it's Hollywood. I mean, yeah, someone says, hey, you're doing a good job. Yeah. 
you could make it in this town. Yeah. I'm all right. (laughs) Actually, yeah. This isn't Wichita. I don't think so. You know, Wichita, you take theater to teach theater, I imagine. Here, this is USC, kid. Exactly. So then after, when I was finished Mm -hmm. um, getting my degree, I had to look into getting my teaching credential because, you know, you have to move on to that next step. Mm. And as I was doing that, it's like you have to have so many hours of which that you observe in the classroom. Right. So I went and I observed my theater teacher to see, again, from a different point of view. Now I'm no longer a student of his. Yeah. I want to be learning this. And taking notes now. Exactly. And I was able to substitute for him a few times. And I realized I hate high school kids. So I was like, this is not going to work. Nope. That's good call. I'm not going to be able to do this. And it only gets worse if you go down to junior high. So <laughs> That's right. So then I was like, you know, I think there's still something with teaching, mm-hmm. but I'm not quite sure that this is exactly it. Right. So then I went, I called my second grade teacher um, and the only reason why I was able to call her is because my mom taught with her. Mm-hmm. And I said, can I come? She was like my favorite teacher gotcha. growing up in grade school. I was like, can I come and check out your classroom? Just because I, I want to see if this is mm-hmm. if this is my thing. So I went into her classroom and it turned out that it was my thing. Was Yay! your thing. <laughs> so that's right. I, I think that's the other thing I forget about you. Is you, you right. So you, you've been a teacher. I have been a teacher, been for, a teacher. for young children. I've taught, well, when I student taught, I taught, um, my first student teaching job was a four or five combination, mm-hmm. which was brutal. Oh, that's tough. Um, but what it did help was, and I knew the teacher, like she, um, uh, her son was in undergrad USC with me, so I okay. knew who he was. Um, and then I went and taught with her and she's great as a teacher. It's just that, um, it was her first time in a combination so that can be difficult when it's the teacher's first time teaching a new grade and having a student teacher trying to yeah. you know, show them how it goes. Because she's um, learning herself. Exactly. Yeah. But I was able to really like take hold of the fourth grade and like do a lot of stuff with them while she was teaching to the fifth grade because that's what okay. she had taught before was fifth grade. Yeah. So I did a four or five combination for I think it's. I want to say 12 weeks. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And then after the and like there's so many different evaluations in that 12 weeks. I had about six evaluations where someone would come out and, you know, I'd do a lesson and we'd evaluate and they'd audit it. you. Yeah. God, that's, that's what that's how they do it. Because you're still teaching while you're doing that. Exactly. It's not just like you're practicing trying out for song girls. Like right. the kids are actually like learning. Yes, from Yes, exactly. So then um, then I switched to kindergarten because you have to do a yeah. upper and a lower. And I went to a different school altogether and yeah. and loved that kindergarten teacher. She's amazing. She had been doing it for so many years and right. it's just like a well oiled machine and but yet she can still like if there's anything that needs to be changed, she can change it like as quickly as possible and it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, and um kindergarten's like crayons and singing songs about rainbows, <laughs> oh, right? Yeah, is of that course. It? That's of kinda course. what all it is. That's that's what I assume. Exactly. Right. So then from there I thought, you know, I think I like the lower grades. So I taught first grade for three or four three years, four years. Mm-hmm. One, two, three four years. And then I wanted to move up. I was like, I think it's time for me to have right. some sort of change. So I was thinking, oh, second grade or something like that. No, they put me in fourth grade and I was like Big time. 
I was like, okay, I, I can do this. Like, yeah. we can, I, I'm really excited about the gold rush. We'll do that. You know, moving west Fourth and grade, all that. You learn, California. Uh, a lot about the missions. In missions four, yeah, that's, that's right. right. That's, that's when I built my styrofoam mission. <laughs> nice. Fourth grade. And now they have those kits. What's that all about? What? We don't allow those kits. Yeah, you damn straight you don't allow those kits. <laughs> that's right. I, Although I some a, kids will still show up with them, and I know you can tell. tell. How can you tell? What's the difference between? Um, what, just how it's cut. Like it's, it's too very well fine, cut, sharp cut, and it's it's beyond and like the roof. The yeah. roof is the big telltale sign because it's like all nice and crinkled and like oh man, it's terrible. And or sometimes they'll even put the little figurines out. And right. I'm like no, no, I know, no. Mm-hmm. I know you didn't make <laughs> Father right. Francisco. So when yeah. I moved to fourth grade, I was there for a year and a half because then right. I went on maternity leave, and fourth grade was totally the right fit for me. Like gotcha. I loved fourth grade and i would i would go back to fourth grade like what do you, so fast what do you currently do now what do i currently do yeah, what, now yeah, nothing they, what you don't you don't teach anymore no okay so then i uh, i didn't know that that i didn't know yeah i went out on my maternity leave and um I, in december my daughter mm-hmm. was born in december of 2010 and okay. then um in august i decided i wanted to do a part-time teaching job okay so i went to the district and i said um, if you have any jobs in uh, what's called response to intervention, we call it RTI, mm-hmm. I love that. And what those people do is they come in and they're about three hours a day for four days a week. Mm-hmm. And they teach reading. Actually, maybe it's like four hours. No, three hours. Mm-hmm. They teach reading, specific reading to um, whatever grade level and whatever. So I You're like the SWAT team kind of, like of that. teaching. So I taught um, first, third, and fifth. Okay. And the groups that I had were actually my third graders were kind of more of the gate kids, and they yeah, had, they were I was in a gate. lot higher. I dropped out of gate. My first graders were the ones that were like right at grade level, maybe a little bit above. Sure. And then my fifth graders were about at grade level, so mm. I would teach a specific reading um, objective or something like that, one reading lesson with mm. them every day for four days, and it was the best job, like. There was zero pay, really, but it was the best job because I didn't have to grade papers. I didn't have to talk to parents. I didn't have to do conferences. You and the kids. Just, Just it's like, it's the best part of teaching, which is actually teaching. Which I would imagine the other stuff does get your parents, you know. It's it's rough. And then, um, also a hard part of teaching is classroom management. And you have to do very, very minimal classroom management when you're mm-hmm. having them for just a little less than an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, like, honestly, when if they had a, a playground problem, I'd be like, guess who you're going to tell that to? Your classroom teacher. <laughs> when you get back to your classroom. <laughs> you know? so it ain't I, my thing, kid. Get out of right. my face with that. I don't care so, who touched you on the playground. So that job only goes from August to April because okay. then it stops right before the California state testing. Right. And then they don't need you after that because apparently they, no one needs you set. after the yeah, California state set. testing. It's good to go. That's right. So the idea is to help mm-hmm. boost scores by putting them in smaller groups. So you're like, again, you're like, you're, they call out the bomb squad or the SWAT mm-hmm. team. That's you. That's right. We got an issue. We got an issue here. The, this this school, they need to get some, uh, their points That's are right. out. The grade score's got to get up. Yep. So then you I go did. in and you whirlwind, teach it. Okay. I, know. I loved it. I love, that was the best job. And then I, in May of that year, so that now mm-hmm. we're in 20... Um, eleven, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know time. time. Yeah, no, we're absolutely. in twenty. We're in twenty thirteen. We're, we're in twenty thirteen now. If that helps, we're in twenty twelve because yeah. okay, my daughter was born in 
December 2010, so then it's 2011, and I started that job in 2011, and I ended it in 2012. There we go. There okay. we go, people. And then you and then uh, you got pregnant again. Does that? <laughs> yes, that happened in like January. <laughs> what was that reaction? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, pregnancy is terrible, people. Uh, oh, good. I'm glad. So, so, I'm glad a mother admits it. <laughs> it is. It's just horrible. So then, um, uh, so in May, my yeah. husband comes to me and says, "Guess what? I'm I have a job offer in Santa Monica, and it's oh, a, okay. it, it's a pretty." pretty big job and i was like uh, so we're staying here right you're gonna commute to santa yeah, monica here being pasadena like, right no here being uh, we lived in burbank oh great time. oh yeah yeah love that love burbank, love burbank. right in the uh yeah. wonder years section because yeah. that's where they filmed wonder years yeah. and anyone that had come over to podcast was like this is the wonder years this oh, is where <laughs> i would have <laughs> loved, like, yeah. loved to have been there at that point wonder years one of my all-time favorites yeah so and then now you're in west side then in may i cried for about three <laughs> months we moved in we moved into our current place in august of it's, 2011 it's, no 2012 2012 2012 and then my son was born in october and then uh, now you're stuck on the west side. And now I have no job. Well, uh, my job is, you know, watching my well, kids. Being a mother. Yeah, being a mother. And, but hard job. I honestly, I I see all of my teacher friends and it's like, it's the first day of school. We're right. going back to school. And I'm like, I, I really want that job that I had. Oh, the last you want, job. You want a, I want okay. that last job where I did response the SWAT, intervention. The SWAT team of teaching. I want to go back to that so bad. And then now you're stuck on so the west great. side, which again, we've talked about it before on the show. It's people not in LA. It, it, it's, it's a big debate. Some people love the west side and that's all they want want to be and that's all they want to stay and then there's other people which it seems like you and i are on the side <laughs> yes. uh, put me in toluca lake studio city burbank that's maybe right. parts of glendale right. pasadena and don't yeah. ever want to go to the west side i'm kind of on the outskirts of the yeah. west side not i'm not south bay yet if you okay. cross lax that's south bay, south bay but i'm very much on the border of yeah not necessarily in the it's hard for me to get to other places on the west side just as hard as it was for me to get from burbank to the west side right maybe a little bit less it's once you go to in, to go into the west side it's so hard to get out of it's just it it, it's the there's a traffic wall there it's terrible um, and i have a theory on who lives in the west side explain more okay yeah. um or who likes the west side yeah is what i'm gonna say um my theory is they are from the east coast uh-huh. My theory is, or they're from San Francisco area, like uh-huh. the you know specific this Bay is, Area. This is strikingly accurate. Okay, they're homeless. <laughs> Perfect. Or yeah. they grew up there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the only person that does not fit those bills is Mark Riley. And I, yeah, because <laughs> I I had asked him those four things. Oh wait, you live here? Yeah. Are you one of these? And he's like, nope. And I was like, darn it. <laughs> Most, I mean, you're, you're, that is str- frighteningly accurate because Harloff, he's an East Coast guy. He likes he likes the West Side, and, and I have a couple other friends, riding partners, and everything. Uh, Chip Dornell, he's he's a West Side guy. He's not mm-hmm. quite West Side. He's um, more close to uh, UCLA area, but yeah, uh, but still. but outskirts. tends to go outskirts. towards that West Side, yes. that 405. And he's an East Coast guy. That's. Uh, I like that theory. You should put that theory down on paper and publish it in some science magazine. I just did it. If someone will transcribe this, <laughs> there you post go. it on a website somewhere. Miss Movies Theories <laughs> of West Side oh, Living. That's right. Um, have you always been a uh, movie fan? Did you grow up one of those passionate movie fans, or did it come later? Or, um, or like me, did it leave you? <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got that, too. Um you know, when I was, it probably started when I was maybe in middle school, mm-hmm. and I just remember 
watching the movie Clue and renting the movie Clue like oh, over it. and yeah. over and over again. I'm and I going was like, home to sleep with my wife. <laughs> right. Right. And I was always so confused by that because I was yeah. like, wait a minute. Is he not homosexual? He must not What be. is going on? What? <laughs> he has a wife? You know, like yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't, couldn't understand it, it then. Yeah. And still maybe I'm confused, but maybe. no, I'm not. Maybe. Um, so... I would watch it over and over again, and then I got it for Christmas, and it was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. My parents bought me Clue. Like, right. <laughs> this, right. is, this is the best day ever. VHS. <laughs> and I was at the video store, like, all the time. Yeah. It was just, like, this little Almaden video store. Yeah. Which then went out of business because Blockbuster came right, like, yep. 20 feet away. Mine was Movies to Go on Grand Avenue on Royal Grande. I was so sad. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, I liked Blockbuster. I worked for them. And oh, right. <laughs> that was my first job. Oh, okay. That was the worst uniform ever. Really? And it was a terrible job because if anyone had a late fee, they were going to be... Angry at you. Angry. And yes. you're the fault that That's they... That's right. You know, so I'm like, didn't return Top Gun on time. I've learned a few things. I will not work at a video rental store and or a library. So... Yeah. We're out for those. Yeah. Well, luckily, both of those don't really factor into life anymore. <laughs> That's right. Unfortunately for libraries. What I do like, though, mm-hmm. um, in my husband's hometown of La Cunata, mm-hmm. they had kind of a similar thing. They had a La Cunata video, yeah. and then across the street came in, first came in Blockbuster Music. But yeah. Blockbuster is very sneaky because they wanted to put a video store there. But yeah. they were like, no, we'll come in under the guise of the music store. Music. And then under our own contracts or whatever, it says that we can change it to a video store if we want to. So then oh, they changed wow. it to a video store. Sneaky. They took a lot of the customers away from the La Cunata video. Mm-hmm. And now that one has been shut down, but La Cunata video still stands. There's some justice in this world. Still stands. I'm going to go rent Iron Eagle on VHS there now. (laughs) Wow. That's right. That's great. So so the love of movies started there. It did. How do you get from that point to having a a website and and podcast about movies? Gosh, that's such a good question. Okay, so my husband and I would see movies every single weekend. When did you you get married? How long have you been married now? I've. We've been married since uh, 2007, but we started okay. dating in 2002. Okay. So, um, he was like, I scored a song girl. Yes, of good, course. Good call. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and you were like, cool. So then, um, yeah, we, I mean, pretty much from 2002, we would see a movie every single week. They didn't, we didn't have movie pass back then. Well, the, yeah. Otherwise, we would have totally just absolutely. done that. Hello. And, and, yeah, and you didn't have the schmoes guiding you along the way That's with right. reviews. You had to go find things out for yourself. What was I supposed to do? Absolutely. I had to read it, yeah. most likely in print mm-hmm. rather than on the internet. I don't even know what that is anymore. I know. So then um, we would see at least one movie a week, but maybe more than that, maybe two. We'd mm-hmm. usually see everything that's on the marquee and that, and I was just like, I really like movies. I want to, I want to do something in movies. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. And then Jeff was just like, why don't you just start writing reviews? And I was just like, start talking sure. about movies. I will start writing reviews. And he's like, I'll start you a website. We'll, we'll just do that. And it's just more, it was more of a creative outlet. I don't think there was ever an end game of, I want my own television show, or right. I want this, or I want that. I, or a not, podcast or anything. Yeah, it's just a little passion that. project on the side. Exactly. So I just kept it like that. And I had yeah. like maybe a, a reader or two every so often. You know, my mom. And <laughs> yeah, right. She doesn't read my stuff. So, <laughs> but. Maybe better. But, um,. My first written review is Along Came Polly, although posted yeah. my first written review looks like it's Elf for some reason, and I don't know why. Um, but yeah, I 
just kept right. doing and i would just do it whenever i could it was not yeah it was like okay i feel like i want to write right now it wasn't like i saw a movie and then i had to write right away yeah and that's kind of the kind of the mentality right now you see it you got to get your you review get out, out right there. away i mean when we're working comic con or, or or d23 like we got to shoot and upload and edit as soon that's as right. we can yeah and it's just crazy and so that was never it. my my thing like just, a little passion pressure on the side yeah if um, you want to know how i feel about this here's how you know and that's how it i start that's how i got recognized by um brian bishop uh-huh bald who, brian yeah who mm-hmm. was on the film vault and on the adam carolla show yeah um but he was in a fraternity with my husband and so he was Perfect. like you know what i have this show we kind of need a female voice on there yeah at some point um you know and you write about and movies. You're a female. Seems like you like movies. You were a song girl, <laughs> That's not right. a song leader. Why don't you try this? Right. And I was like, I don't know, guys. Like, there seems to be a lot of self confidence issues right. with you. It movies. is. So then <sighs> I, I uh, the first time I was like, you know what? I think Jeff would really be much better for this because he's way more outgoing. Right. He can totally talk your ear off about movies. And he's like, no, not Jeff. I, yeah. I want. You're the one with the that's writing about it. I want you. And I was like, you. okay. Yeah. So I did it, and I still do it, but yeah. not as often anymore. And but then you, you have your own your okay. own podcast, which started when? When, when did we? Um, twenty eleven. Twenty eleven. Twenty eleven. I, I thought it was longer than that. But you you have a lot of episodes out. I recorded it, started recording it in twenty ten, like August oh, okay. twenty ten, and then released it in twenty eleven. What are some of your favorite guests so far? <laughs> of course, everyone. Hmm. Everyone. Oh, that's pretty fair. <laughs> that's pretty right. Fair. That's right. Um, yeah. let's see. Gosh, I can't even think about like. And how, you've had you've had the Schmoes and I've, Jeremy I've, Johns and um, Allison Rosen. You had on. Oh my gosh, um, love Ball, Allison. Yeah, Ball, Ball she's Bride. my new best friend. BFF. You know? Yeah, that's right. I listen to that podcast. <laughs> it's a good I, podcast. I, I, I've yet Man. to become her BFF, but um, and then now you get this next round. I'm on one. I'm, I'm looking right. forward to that's that. Right. Josh, the Josh the intern and Mark Riley and, and Shoesy Pants. Shoesy Pants came yeah, on down. That's so. right. Wow. You get a you get, okay. I good. got a good gaggle of people. I have George that I did over Skype. Okay. So McCann. I, yes. Georgie. Yeah. Georgie. McCann, I'm hoping that one comes out really well because I I didn't have my headphones and I was like I don't know how this is gonna work like because it's hard when you're yeah. on Skype and I'm like yeah, I don't Skype know what hard. it's gonna sound like my episode with the microphones. Was, my episode because you have that b- snowball microphone whatever yeah. they call it oh. no no headphones yeah. and I cannot go without headphones mm-hmm. just in any as being a radio guy um, but you had like cookies and uh, like lemonade I, yes. I'm sorry I don't have that. Um, That's I all right. I you apologize. You have a coaster of have, which I can put my beverage, and therefore, um, um, going. Uh, I wanted to ask you a question about children, because okay. a, a theme of this podcast, and you've listened is to no it, children, is no children, <laughs> no kids allowed, no kids allowed. That's your tag this time. That's my tag this time. I'm Ken Napsog, and no kids allowed. No kids allowed. <laughs> uh, Makuga and I got a lot of crap from Harloff about it. Okay, Harloff, okay. of course, has a great daughter mm-hmm. and and a great wife, and is doing quite well as a as a father yes. in this town. Makuga and I were just we're just, just face it. I'd rather read comic books. Sure. Um, did you always want to be a mother? No. Okay. Actually, there was a time. That's what I like to hear, though. I like to hear some of that honesty. There was a time. Pregnancy sucks, and I didn't want to be a mother. Oh, my gosh. Okay. And it wasn't like I didn't want to be pregnant. So let me me go back. There was a time when I was teaching, and when you are teaching, you get to know the people that you are working with, and they're crazy. Right. Um, and a lot of them were like, I want to be pregnant. I want to be pregnant. Right. Single ladies. Let's mind you. Yeah, that's always a great way. I want to have kids. Yeah. Do you know a guy? Because I'm like, I'm not top. <laughs> Seriously. 
I'll have mm. another story for you off the mics oh, okay. later. Please. So, anyways, um, it was, it, and there was a lot about babies, and there were a lot of women that were actually pregnant at the time. Right. And I was just like, I don't think I can do this. I don't think I can have kids. I don't Plus think you're, I don't teaching think kids. Yeah. I was like, I, I, I don't think I, I don't think I want to be a mom. I think right. I want to be alone and like not alone, uh, okay. like without my husband because I love him. But right. maybe, maybe it's just us two. You know, maybe that's how we go through sorry, life. Sorry, Jeff. Jeff, if you're listening <laughs> exactly. to the show, you just learned what my son girl wanted to be alone. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and so I was like, Matt, you know, maybe I want to enjoy life mm-hmm. without children. And there's like a very good time gotcha. article, I think, right out right now. It's like about how much money you can save by not having children and how much you can enjoy life. And I was like, we know this. Hello. This is common, uh, yeah. common sense. I haven't saved that money yet, but um, <laughs> yeah, I got you. So then um, what really turned it around is my best friend in teaching, Jody. Mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. ended up getting pregnant and she mm-hmm. had wanted to get pregnant and Mm -hmm. she was telling me how her struggles of getting pregnant and it was it took her all of three months mind you no yes that's that's a big struggle struggle yeah don't be listening to this jody Mm -hmm. i'm not making fun of you so then (laughs) i might be jody (laughs) three months my aunt took 10 years all right yeah so then she has her daughter and Mm um and I had already been over at Jody's house like every day yeah. after after work, like because she lived so close to where I lived, and so I was just there every day with her and her daughter, and I watched her daughter grow up. You know, mm. at least the first year of her life before they ended up moving to Orange County. Mm. Maybe actually it could have been the first two years of her life, and it's just there was a day that I was like, I don't like. I really like my time with your daughter, and I, you know, I've I've babysat her and things like that, and I don't want to go home. And that's when I knew I wanted to have kids. Okay. I can totally respect that. Yeah. And I can totally expect, uh, like I would say, I reserve the right to change my mind. And it seems <laughs> sure. like you, you did change your sure. mind. Sure. Um, but now, but so, pregnancy still sucks. Uh, good. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> and I did I'm glad have a that. hard time getting pregnant with my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, like and two and a half months. It took over yeah. a year. Um, okay, that's and an And I did have to take um, some drugs in order to get pregnant. Um, mm. Luckily, okay. it was like the first stage of... It's the first stage of intervention for pregnancy. Uh-huh. Um, so I took what's called Clomid. I'm sure it has a much okay. longer name or whatever. Sounds like um, laundry detergent. And usually yeah. with the drug, you're supposed to get pregnant within the first three months of taking it. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't gotten pregnant by the third month, then then you have to go back to the doctor and be like, this isn't working. This isn't- so, you know, what? what's yeah. the next step? So I ended up having to do that and say, what's the next step? Yeah. Um, and he said, well... And that was like right before the end of the month when I kind of knew I was kind of like, I don't know if, you know, I want to be ready to move on to the next thing. Yeah. So I don't have to like stop injections or whatnot. You know, what happens? And he's like, well, we don't stop that medicine while you are going to see a specialist. So what I did is I called a specialist and I set up an appointment and the day before I went to the specialist, I found out I was pregnant and I was like, which is nice, but then I still had to spend still had to spend five hundred bucks to tell for the specialist to be like, "Yep, you're pregnant." It's not like a dentist appointment <laughs> where you can cancel. Yeah, yeah right. you can't gotcha. cancel those things. So that worked out though, and um, and I saw him like twice, and mm-hmm. and then after that, because it was hard, and because I have what's called, do I should I go into this? I have what's called. A syn- I have a syndrome. Okay. Yeah, that yeah. makes it hard to get pregnant. So I was like, you know what? Mm. Totally going to be difficult You're done. again. Okay. One one and done. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's going to be hard to do it again. Gotcha. We'll wait a few years. We'll go through the whole process again. 
no big deal, you know? Right. Why don't we just not do anything to prevent anything? Gotcha. Let because, nature take its Because course. it's not going to happen. Right. We don't need to worry and about this. And that's when I ha- got pregnant with wow. my son. It's like the, 90, 90, uh, it's like the <laughs> so. 97 Marlins winning the World Series and then coming again in 2003. Oh, they won again? No one expected that. Sorry, sports ball references. Um, what's, so it's just crazy because it's like what they say, that's like a thing. Like uh, so, you're, now your body knows that you can do it, so it's going to just do it again. That's weird. Yay. That's scary. So now there's preventative measures. I... Um, <laughs> Other than Harloff, I think you're the only parent to be on the show at this point. Um, racking my brain about that, but um, I think that's right. But let me ask you this question: so, mm-hmm. especially with your first kid, the, right. the kids in the world, yes, is there a game plan to raising this kid? How do you fact? How did that's one of the things that scares me. I remember when my sister had uh-huh. her had her kid, and I, I met him at six weeks, and I remember driving away, going, "How does my sister manage from this point? Right. What do you do?" You can't just – it's like a screenplay. You're going to structure your, your three acts. You don't get to really do that, right? Do you have a game plan? How do you go into it? Well, you have ideas, obviously. Like okay. I want to – you know, my whole thing is I I mean, – first of all, I, I – Outside of how they're going to watch the Star Wars trilogy, right? in what order, I, I'd have no and plan. what age? Probably <laughs> right. six. Right. I've thought about this. Okay. Okay, so um, it's really difficult because like with – in terms of – numbers of kids like i always thought okay two kids that's good mm-hmm. and i've thought if i were to have a third child i i, I couldn't because no. i can't afford that like i couldn't <laughs> i couldn't send my all three of them to college like my big thing is i want to be able to send my kids to college makes it perfect sense to carry if, on the song girl legacy we hope oh right well we hope no at least a song leader okay no. uh, you know if my kids want to go to a good trade school or a state school <laughs> they are more than welcome to okay um but my parent, you know, my grandparents actually paid for my education. So, Sweet. which I feel very privileged to Absolutely. have gone to such a great university and have not had any debt because of it. Wow, you may have some people trying to hunt you down and kill you out of revenge. You know what? It's really I. You don't realize how fortunate you are in certain areas of your life right. until like right. you you realize it later as an adult, right. which is ridiculous the way it should be, that guess, you don't realize it when it's happening right um so i'm very mm-hmm. fortunate mm-hmm. And very blessed in that manner um but i just want to be able to like i said send them to college and they i don't want them to feel pressure that they have to go to the college i went to and i okay. absolutely do not want my daughter to feel that she needs to be a song girl or is obsessive about it because there are some crazy little girls yeah, that follow yeah. the song girls and then i see them when they're adults because uh-huh. there was one that was trying out with us that, and then, then they don't make it. Yes, and it's I get you. It's hard. It's no, really it's hard for them. Hey, my one goal in life was to be on Saturday Night Live and make the groundlings. When I got cut, man, mm-hmm. uh, you were talking two suicide attempts later because hard hard to process when you put all the eggs in one basket. So we don't yeah. want that for your children. No, <laughs> no song you know girl. What? You sound want... like a parent who's in pro wrestling. They're like yeah. I don't want my kid to do this, and then usually they end up doing yeah. it. My goal is just that I have happy children, really. Okay. And that and I mean, they're not going to be happy all the time, but no, overall no, I get happy that. and, you know, feeling like they're cared for and that I love them. That's really the goal. Yeah. I mean, obviously I have other little goals like I want to make sure that they get to go to a good preschool and sure. I want to make sure that they go to good schools. Yeah. Um, I guess I just I just yeah, that's maybe the thing that intimidates me a lot too, is like, whoa, all right, they're here. Uh mm-hmm. <laughs> how do mm-hmm. we get from here to Point B there here. are like, books, oof. definitely. Yeah. And yeah. you know what? I've read a lot of parenting books, and I, I I'm just not I think one of those, it's great. I'm just not one of those people that learns by reading books and right. everything. 
Right. I, I'm a book reader, but when it comes mm-hmm. to learning, I just do it. Yeah. Find things out. Exactly. And, do it. and I'd hate to mess up with children like I have messed in other areas. Well, of everyone's. My life. But that's the whole thing. Like, you're supposed to mess up, right? As a parent? Yes. I, I mean, you pay for to therapy an later. Yeah. I guess if I, I want who my. Who has perfect parents? No, and that's one of the keys to. Um, Growing up, you hit that age, maybe late twenties, thirties, maybe uh, different from other people. Where you kind of go, "Oh, your parents are human beings," and how scary it must have been. Right. When I was a depressed teenager, how did they feel to deal with that? When I went from a pretty happy, normal kid to to suddenly I'm you know suicidal and angry and everything. Uh, Yeah, that I I totally have a lot of respect for my parents now. That you learn later on in life. Right. You You don't get it right away. No. And even like once my daughter was born. It was almost like a light went on and I was like, oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. Mm. like this is much different than I thought it was in terms of, you know, how you, you just understand. Yeah. It's almost like immediate. I understand what you've gone through and. It's miraculous. (laughs) Yes, exactly. It's like God saying, all right, you got this. I got this with you. But, um. Yeah, I guess that's my one. Just intimidating to me. Like I get, like I get, like I would have a kid and pick it up and go, "Oh, I immediately love you," but I wouldn't. Uh, I'd be like, "I immediately don't know how to guide you through life." <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but it just it happens. You okay. just know what to do. All right. Good luck sense. with that. You do. You just know what to do. I I understand. Totally get that. Totally get that. And you also know what not to do, and so that's. Yeah, I would hope. Too. Yeah. I would hope. I mean, one of my friends, uh, uh, he's actually a state senator now, Steve Knight. Um, he was an LAPD officer, worked with me for a while. And uh, he said, look, if, if it parenting doesn't change your life, you're doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one of the statements that's always has stuck with me. And yeah. I'm not ready to change my life yet, maybe. Maybe that's where I'm at. And that's okay. <laughs> yeah. And um, so, yeah. And I also enjoyed Bill Murray saying, no one ever tells you it ruins your life. Don't <laughs> <laughs> take uh, it out of it context. Just changes. It just changes. Um, <laughs> um, so uh, I'm I'm glad though that your podcast is coming back, and I hope I I, I know you've got some technical issues to get it back up or some hurdles to get it back <laughs> right, up and running. But I I, I'm very happy to hear that uh, you got this second season, so to speak, coming right. back because uh, you're you're good at it, and it's an entertaining show that about movies. Um, so um, please, you're going to continue, right? Ooh, no, that's uh, such a hard question. This is, this is recorded for posterity. Recording, I really do feel like I have a few more in me, and then good, and then it's and then what? Then you're retiring. Goodbye. No, so long. No, I've retired from stand up five da, times. Da, 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 da. Are you gonna do? <laughs> are you gonna do the YouTube video previews for this round? I would like to do that as yeah. well. Yeah. Which are fun because uh, I've seen a few of those and you're dancing in them. I do dance. <laughs> I like to dance. The joy of which has been sucked out of my life recently. No, I'm just kidding. So I don't know. I don't know. I would like to do that again, though, because I, I had a good time doing that. I'll, gla- I'll gladly contribute my oh, portion oh, good, if, you, good. if you're going to do it. Thank you. Um, I think that's fun. Um, so um, where can they find you now? On the Twit Machine? They can at Miss Movies. Okay, simple enough. I mean, simple. You, and you got that. That's great. I would expect it to be Miss Movies dash one underscore a five one. I know. It seems like there'd be a lot of Miss Movies, but you're it. I know. I'm. I was thinking about getting Vine, and then I was like, I don't know if I can. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's my name. You know what? When Vine first came out, my husband was like, "You got to get on Vine. You got to get on Vine. Miss yeah. Movies. Miss Movies. Miss." I was like, "Whoa, slow whoa, down." Whoa. <laughs> And then whoa, whoa, I was like, whoa. I don't know if I really want to do any vines. I started like gangbusters and I haven't in a while. Yeah. I got to get back just, to it. Uh, 
I don't know. I don't have time I to make six-second videos. It takes a lot of time to do yeah, that. Yeah, you got to edit those things. Well, you got it took me 14 takes to do my Ken and Cow show episodes because <laughs> I'm broadcasting in my kitchen with a, uh-huh. a cow mitten. Um, so you're on Twitter, at Miss Movies. I am. And uh, the website, again, is... MissMovies.net. Now, right. I don't really update that anymore, except for with the podcast. That doesn't matter. All the, so, key, the key is the podcast. And folks, I want you to go find our podcast on iTunes. Is that, are you on Stitcher at all? Are you on I am just on iTunes. Okay. And it's, now it's just Miss Movies. Right, like Miss Movies. It used to be Miss Movies Minute. Right. Now it's just Miss Movies. You know what? I don't know what's going on with my life. <laughs> and you'll probably have to resubscribe because of the fact that it changed I over yes, to MissMovies.net. So now I went from like all these subscribers to like... To nothing. Five. So, so what that means, folks, you got to find <laughs> Miss Movies podcast on iTunes. Not only subscribe, I want you to listen, and I want you to rate and review. Yes, if you like it. And as you say in your videos, leave me a nice comment, because who doesn't like nice comments? Yes, a nice right? one. Absolutely. And I also, let's see, I have a Facebook page that's Miss Movies. Right. Uh, but I don't think if you type in facebook.com slash Miss Movies, we'll it just shows up. Find you it. have to search for Miss Movies. Cyber stalker, folks. Yes. Cyber stalker. That's right. Finder. Check out my IMDb page. For right. My picture from when I was 21 years old. Oh, I haven't done I'll, I'm going to do that. That'll be awesome. I'll find out. Maybe <laughs> I'll put that on this uh, this video here. Uh, and then, of course, uh, you write for schmoesno.com. I do. That's more of my updated mm-hmm. works in mm-hmm. terms of film. So, so. Go, go to schmoesno.com and, and find uh, her in the movie news and article section. Uh, what's her most recent one? Uh, top, of, top nine pool scenes. Top nine pool scenes. And I'm, I'm very disappointed that I forgot um, It's a Wonderful Life. Okay. Where you know the floor opens. Oh, yes. Do you know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, absolutely. That's a, that's, a, that's a historic one mm-hmm, where the floor mm-hmm. opens up, and then uh, I'm sure Phoebe Cates is in there. Of course she is. Of course, of course. And um, so find all that. Do me a favor. Rate and review uh, Miss Movies podcast because it's uh, good, and I want her to keep going, and I want her to feel confident. Unlike when she tried out for the Song Girls. <laughs> right. Um, to do it. So uh, we've learned a lot about you this this time. Next time, I think we're going to dive more into movies and why uh, I didn't want to get into the topic of you and I not being able to watch certain movies growing up because that's right. gonna, what we talked about on your podcast. That is. But there is a lot there, a lot of similarities similarities that you and I have. We both have yet to see Gremlins. Right. And I said, uh, Josh, the mm-hmm. intern, mm-hmm. Found out I was coming over here, and I said, "Are you going to come over and Clockwork Orange us as into watching Gremlins?" Because uh, I, I still have his copy sitting in my room. It's a Blu-ray that I'm just going to hold on for a couple of years. Love you, Josh. Yeah. Are my um, eyes going to be permanently open? Watching uh, Gizmo, whatever his name is. Um, so this has been another episode of the Knapsack Files. I don't have any catchphrase to close it out. You said you were going to work on some. I'm still waiting. No kids allowed. No kids allowed. The Knapsack Files. No kids allowed. <laughs> Make sure you find us on iTunes as well. Subscribe and please rate and review. Get some great comments this week after the Josh McCuga episode that aired. Also, find us on Stitcher if you're in the future. And uh, we rebroadcast, present encore presentations of the Knapsack Files on the Toad Hop Network every Thursday, 10 p.m., following the Schmoes No podcast. And, of course, look for me there every week uh, on the Schmoes No podcast, 8 p.m. PST on the Toad Hop Network. We'll definitely have Moose Movies back. Thank you so much for making the drive out from the west side to here. You're welcome. To be on. Thank you. And we will catch you all later on the knapsack files.